Okay, so as far as this Hillary Clinton thing goes, like Chris could probably fill you in a lot better than I can. So what I've heard is that on the Anthony Weiner laptop, there was video found of Hillary and Huma Abedin torturing mm-hmm. this girl and like covered in her blood, like dancing around and like something about her cutting off the girl's face and putting the face on her face and like they murdered the girl and like sexually assaulted her this was on his laptop yes oh shit but i didn't and so like the 12 officers that viewed this video nine out of the 12 have committed suicide now i haven't like researched it this is just what oh no this requires a deep dive right so like this is just what was you know knocking about uh, online and you know through like youtube videos yeah, or yeah. like twitter messages like that i just yeah. read quickly or saw quickly and shit we gotta get on this it, so that's a f- i wonder yeah. what by, by suicide i wonder what we mean by suicide <laughs> like he knifed himself 12 times in the back yes <laughs> and shot himself twice in the back of the head with his opposite hand uh suicide. vince vince foster um yeah so they so this so Chris now what do you what do you know about what happened like do you, are so, you, you're 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 privy to this yeah so apparently and this is you know this is all on fucking I, I laugh every time I hear or say his name Anthony Weiner <laughs> sorry it's the it's the kinder it's my inner kindergartner I, I laugh at fucking never lose it never lose it dude no you can't lose it if I if I live to be eighty I'll still laugh every time I fucking hear Weiner. So, so apparently, like, yeah, uh, allegedly, we'll say, they found it on his laptop, and it was under a file, under a folder entitled Life Insurance. Really? How intriguing. Yeah. Right? So, and yeah, and it was his, I guess, his now ex-wife, that Huma Abedin, or however the fuck you say your goddamn yeah, name. Yeah, Hillary's, like, like, handler. Yeah, so if you... I guess for anybody that's curious, if you just, you might actually have to go to like DuckDuckGo versus Google, <laughs> but if you just type in like Frazzle Drip, um, you'll you'll find all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and yeah, it sounds fucking horrifying, shocking, disgusting. But yeah, like like uh, like Angel said, it's. It sounds utterly atrocious, you know, like she said, like they fucking because all of this ties into the whole like uh, adrenochrome like conspiracy theory. So, yeah, yeah. And and I I don't know if you guys had the chance to watch Dr. Sleep yet. Oh, yeah, we did. And you know what? I want to know something here while we have Dr. Sleep on 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 the brain. So that I watched. I know everybody watched The Shining. I never read the book. Watched the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now the the chick that was hot that turns into a corpse in the bathtub, like mm-hmm. and her friends like the butler and everybody else that he stores in these boxes in his mind, like Ewan McGregor stores them in his head, and then mm-hmm. he unlocks them when he's like being attacked by that one lady. Okay, the gypsy lady. Yeah. Like and then they keep showing up like the little girl that helps him like you know that like like the wins so to speak that she's had got, yeah. got the super shine right. 
she yeah. has to she has to go into the bathroom because that corpse lady appears again. So is this just something that she has to deal with all the time? Is like boxing up? Like what are they? Are they ghouls? Are they ghosts? Are they like what? What kind of being are we dealing? Like that's the only confusion uh, the, I have. I here. think so. It, it, the, all of those beings that we saw, or whatever you want to call them, apparitions, are spirits tied to the hotel that they were in. So from The Shining. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why, you know, like, uh, you remember, like, towards the end when they get there, he, like, told her to stay out there, that he had to go, he had to go in and awaken them. Um, so I, I, part of it, I think, was in his mind, but I think the apparitions themselves weren't necessarily tied into his mind, but tied to the, the hotel. And that's why, like, uh, if you remember when, like, the hotel was, like, burning, you could almost kind of hear, like, screams yes. and shit like that. Because yes. those, those beings were tied to that hotel and, and the people with the shining. I, I, I get the impression that people that have, like, the, the shine are people who can touch into, say, like, the afterlife, I guess, so to speak. Um, like, they have that ability to to see those beings, um, spirits, apparitions, whatever you call them. Um, and they're also, like, they have, like, incredible, like, psychic abilities. Like, you saw, like, that scene where uh, where the girl goes into her mind, and then she's, like, looking for information, and that woman, she, like, slams her fucking fingers in that cabinet and, like, degloves yes. her fucking hand. Yes. Ooh, dude, like, can you imagine? Oh, I couldn't imagine, like, getting your fucking hand degloved. But, but like, so, so after you guys watched it, like, you guys understand what I mean, where, like, you see, like, the connections with, like, adrenochrome. It's, like, the same, like, idea when they kill these kids where it's, like, you know, whatever essence it is that they're inhaling from them. Because yeah. they're, they're kind of like vampires in a way. Oh, yeah, people. 100%. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree with that. You know what made it, like, it actually reminded me of that Hocus Pocus movie where they do the same thing, where they do that potion, and then they, like, are able to suck the life force out of the kids. Do you remember that? And, that like, that yeah. same, like, yeah, mist. Yeah, vaguely. You know, that's what it reminded right. me of. And I'm like, huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but yeah, like, where it reminds me, I, I guess where I, I feel like it's almost like a like a direct, like, metaphor to, to adrenochrome, whereas they have to torture the children. Yeah, because to, the, the to make fear. their essence, it, it, it makes that essence that they're inhaling stronger or whatever, and then they bottle it up. But anyways, I thought it was interesting. Uh, whenever the podcast we did about uh, about you know uh, suffer not the children or whatever, yes. um, it was titled that. Uh, like you brought up Madeline McCann, so that little girl at the beginning was actually kind of lightweight inspired by her. Like they even no shit. Uh, yeah, so like that girl, her name was Violet, and that uh, which is after a flower. Yeah, and and Madeleines are are also flowers. So, oh, okay. Um, a lot of people have uh, speculated that that there's like a correlation between, you know, like that little girl at the beginning, like it was kind of inspired by the the, the Madeline McCann story. Oh, that's interesting. That is pretty wild. You know, I got to tell you, man, the part that, you know. 
when they capture when they steal uh, the, that that little boy yeah the baseball from, player yeah baseball that fucked me up what they did to oh, him. Dude. and oh, i know yeah, it's not right. real i know it's not real but it still fucks right, me but up it's still it's like yeah like you said like i i, I don't know I, I guess maybe some people assume that i can't relate because i'm not a parent but it still brings up those kind of like paternal instincts whenever you see people harming someone that's innocent. Yeah. It stirs that anger in you. You know, especially when it's someone that's innocent that can't defend themselves. And yeah, like there's stabbing that little boy and it's it's hard it is. It's hard to watch. Even though you know it's fiction, you know it's fake. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah. It's a movie. It's a story, but it's just like, like I said, the parallels. Like it was like 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 literally as soon as I started watching that movie, like those parallels started clicking in my head because I'm like, Jesus criminy. I'm like, let me look this up. I was like, I can't be the only one that that thinks this about sure. this movie. And, and sure as shit, man, there's like article after article and people talking about it online. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm not the only one connecting those dots. That it seems like, you know, scary parallels with some of this shit. And uh, yeah, but yeah, so like it goes off of like. Like I said, it because that's what they're talking about. Like so, back to Frazzle Drip. You know the life insurance policy on Anthony Weiner's laptop. <laughs> Weiner, uh, but that's that's you know as the conspiracy theory goes that uh, adrenochrome is produced in a child's blood specifically, like not an adult, a child's blood. Uh, that adrenochrome is produced from uh an increase in adrenaline or fee you know which comes from fear and torment um and that's what they're saying that that that's the depiction of what's going on in that video is that they're uh tormenting and torturing that young girl before they kill her and you know take the adrenochrome part, part yeah partake in, in the blood um you know the adrenochrome so that's why they do that they can't just like straight up like you know, just like they're not just killing them to kill them. Like they're 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 after the adrenochrome. Like that's that's what they're looking for. Yeah. And uh, so, isn't that crazy about fucking when they're talking about Tom Hanks? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it like really is. You saw how he you saw how he he became him and his wife became like Greek citizens recently, right? Oh yeah. I and, wonder and why. It's kind of kind of kind of convenient that greek doesn't allow extradition how interesting yeah, how greek, interesting say, not greek. Yeah. yeah right isn't it uh hmm. <laughs> like huh yeah. it's one of those things that sort of makes you go hmm yeah it really does and you know to, more to the point about that boy being murdered by those whatever the fuck they are uh ghouls or gypsy people or whatever the hell they are gypsy vampires yeah <laughs> I, the, I know it's not real, but the problem is, is like, you know that this is basically a reenactment. Some kid did endure this at some point in time. And, you know, that's right. that that really fucks me up. It's kind of like when I, uh, I, I, you know, Angel and I had a conversation once about like, I don't like I don't I honestly don't get into to true crime shit. Like, it's not my cup of tea. And because, you know, I had a close friend of mine who um, his sister is Wendy, Wendy Ofredo, and she was raped and murdered behind Rolling Acres Mall uh, in 1986. Uh, beaten, raped, okay. and murdered, okay? And there's people who, talk, who will talk about that story and have, find it interesting, and I, I don't find anything interesting about it. I, 
I, I, once, Heartbreaking. once, it, yeah, and that's the thing that I said. It's like, did anybody ever realize, like, when you talk about Jeffrey Dahmer and what he did, you know, there's, there's a video of the sister, I believe it is, of one of the gentlemen that was murdered and eaten by this fucking animal, mm-hmm. and she goes, Jeffrey Dahmer, I hate you, motherfucker. Like, she tries to hop over. Like, that's a woman that's in serious pain. Like, that is legit. That is right. primal fucking anger and pain. And sometimes I think mm-hmm. that's lost when you talk about these people. I really do. I feel that that is lost. That the that there are real victims to these fucking yeah. animals. Like I understand well, the psychology I, I, I part. I feel of like it. I a it. lot of people. So like obviously like I'm fascinated by a lot of those topics, but I think at the same time, I think a certain sect of people lack empathy. Yes, um, agreed. And I I think that's a big key to it. So like if you're gonna talk about stuff, like you can't really talk about these subjects like in the abstract. You know what I mean? Like, you have to come at it from, like, an empathetic angle. Um, I mean, like I said, that's, that's my opinion. I'm sure there's probably people who agree, uh, disagree with me, and people are more than welcome to disagree with me. But but it's that, I, I don't know, I guess to me it's just, like, the essential, it's, it's essential. Empathy is essential to the human experience. Um, yeah, I agree with ex- that. Man. Especially if you're not a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Um, and and people like that, like like you know Jeffrey Dahmer for example, like total sociopath. So speaking of Jeffrey Dahmer, I mean, obviously, like I was <clears throat> young whenever his case became popular, um, and and, it, and and like the details of of what he actually did, like I never really knew exactly what he did. Um, until like a few years ago when I really like kind of looked into it. Cause like, you know, obviously you heard like, yeah, he was a serial killer. He was a cannibal. Um, but what he was really trying to do, um, was trying to make like, cause, cause Jeffrey Dahmer was, was also gay. Um, not that there's anything inherently wrong with that at no, all. No, not at all. Uh, unless you're trying to eat the people you're trying to fuck. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where the problem comes in when you're like, oh, I want to fuck you and then I'm going to kill you and eat you. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Huh, that took a turn for the dark, but yeah. no, he was <laughs> trying to here. He, he was trying to make a sex slave. Yeah. I heard about that. Right. That like yeah, he drilled so into he their was, heads he and was stuff. Giving people chemical lobotomies or or at least i should say attempting to and he always failed which is why he wound up cutting them up and eating them <laughs> uh but yeah like that was like a detail that you know as a you know as a younger kid like you never really you know learned about that um yeah they you know, didn't hear about that too much but like that's like i was shocked you know because like, like i said like i was familiar with uh, like i knew who jeffrey Dahmer was you know ha 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 cannibal uh, serial killer but yeah he was he wasn't just in it to eat people like he was trying to make like a, a a gay sex slave is what he was trying to do and he was drilling holes in their heads and fucking pouring chemicals in their fucking in their cranium man and like that's like wow like holy shit <laughs> like fuck man like i knew the dude was sick and twisted but like that makes it even like that's like that takes a, another turn down a much darker alley. Like, I agree. When you, yeah. when you look at it from that perspective, and it's like, like once you find out like that's what he was trying to do, you're like, holy shit, man! Like, what a fucking lunatic. Yeah, you're not kidding, man. And you know, I I, I get what you're saying, and I you know I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't throw everybody into the same category, but there's you know certain people like you know I hear them you know. 
you know, laughing about some of this shit, like, you know, like the details. And I think that I, that's what, what pisses me off is like, I think you're losing <laughs> sight, like really losing sight over, like there are sincere victims to, to this. Right. Like there, like you said, empathy. And sometimes like, I understand the fascination from a psychological point of view. You want to study the science of it. What makes your brain you know, wired as such? Like I get that, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just enjoy the gore of it and, you know, some people saying, like, I remember hearing somebody say Ted Bundy was hot, and it's like, how the fuck could you talk like that? Like, oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard people say that before. Yeah, he, oh, he's and that, good and, looking. And, 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 I mean, in reality, like, he was, he was not only, like, like legit, like, just from a, an objective point of view, like, and that's how he wound up getting a lot of his female victims, is he, he was a handsome and charming man, uh, but he was a fucking sociopath and a serial killer. So <laughs> that kind of takes away from that. But I mean, like, that really is like, and, and, and it, like, when you hear someone say that, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, he was hot. Like, well, you probably would have been one of his fucking victims, especially if you were young and brunette. Yeah. Uh, so I would probably be careful with that sort of fascination. I agree. Uh, but I mean, yeah, that's how he ensnared a lot of his victims. Like, he really was. He was. He was a handsome and a charming guy. Yeah. Uh, it's just unfortunate that it was part of his manipulation, and he was also a sociopathic fucking serial killer. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that, that's how he got all of his victims. I mean, he was a, a handsome, charming man, uh, and he gained these, unfortunately, you know, gained these young ladies' trust and fucking brutally murdered them. Yeah, and raped them as well. And mm-hmm, I, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. Once again, I also feel that's lost a little bit on... Some of these people, like, I, I, t- I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's because my buddy's sister was fucking uh, mur- raped and murdered that I take it a little bit man. more to the extreme. I understand oh, yeah, that. No, for sure. And like, like I think, like I said, like, that comes in with the having empathy. And I think some people, some people don't lack empathy because they're not empathetic people, but they lack empathy because they don't relate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whereas you have, like, this really personal story. Um, and and so that gives you like a whole nother perspective that some people seem to be lacking. Like this gives you like a perspective, like you have a personal story, you know what I mean? Like you, you're able to tap into that pain because it's personal. And I think a lot of people, especially people that are really fascinated by it, like, I feel like not that they're necessarily doing that on purpose, but I think to a lot of people, it's almost it's almost like fiction. You know what I yeah. mean? Because they can't I think relate you hit to on it. it. Yes. So, so yes. to them, it's almost like fiction, and that's when I think a lot of people have a tendency to not have like that that empathetic connection, um, because to them, like it's fascinating, you know, and it's a fascinating tale. But that's just it. To them, it's a tale. Um, regardless of whether they know in the forefront of their minds that you know this is real. This is nonfiction. This is a real, but to them, it's still it's it's a tale, and 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 they find that fascinating. But they lack that other facet, um, which, like I said, is is the empathy. Um, and, and like I said, it doesn't necessarily mean that they lack empathy. It's that they lack that personal. Some people like me, like I'm just a like I'm not like some like new wave like hippie spiritualist type. No, but right, I, I get am it. a heavy empath. Like, I can I can feel people's pain. Like, even if I don't have a personal connection, and maybe it's just the way I was brought up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I 
a loving family and and shit like that um and not to not to say that people that lack that that particular type of empathy that they didn't come from a loving family, but I, I don't know. Like I like I said, I'm just I'm I'm a very heavy like empath. Like like I don't like like I have a hard time like watching like you ever like watch something and it's like so cringy like embarrassing for like the character on screen that you feel like their embarrassment. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like a fictional story. Like, oh yeah. Like I get that a lot. Like almost you have um, to look away. Like you're know, like, mm-hmm, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, yeah. Like yeah, no, I get that. Or when somebody fucks up real bad, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, oh no. Yeah, like you almost you almost like feel their embarrassment. Um, and like I said, I'm not like some sort of like new age spiritualist hippie type, but I but I do believe that some people are definitely just naturally adept at being an empath. Um, and I I am one of those type of people. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, like, I guess, like, I'm, I'm, like, most of the time I would define myself as, like, an extrovert and not an introvert, but, like, as somebody who, like, like, it can take, like, an emotional toll on me. So, like, I'm, like, the type of dude that, like, definitely likes, you know, being in, like, social situations, like, like to go to parties, like to hang out with people. Sure. Chop it up. You know, I, I, chop, yeah. Chop it up, socialize and stuff. But, like, at the same time, like, some people can be, like, a real emotional drain on me. And, like, the people that are, like, a heavy, like, emotional drain, like, that's, like, the type of people, like, I, I can only take in small doses. Um, because I do believe some people are, like, and once again, like, I I hate talking about this because I feel like, like, like I said, like, I... No, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not, like, I know a what you're talking babe, about. like, hippie spiritualist No, type. not at all. Some, not at all. Some people are like, and I've read about this to how like some people are like what they define as like a psychic vampire. Oh yeah, I've whereas, heard of that. Whereas they they feed off of people who are like empathetic and they try to like, you know what I mean? Like, there's I've known several people like that where they're like, they can kind of like whether it's consciously or subconsciously can like pick up on that, and they and they try to you know appeal to your emotion and and get to you like that and and people like that are like a heavy drain on me um like i like i said i have to limit myself with my social interactions with types of people yeah, like i that. get it i get it you know the part that about that story about poor wendy's story is that uh her brother ben uh you know stayed the night at my house the night it happened and um i still remember what we rented uh from a store called captain video that was in fairlawn and we rented uh, the He-Man movie, and we rented Jaws 2 on VHS, and we watched them. And uh, then I w- we weren't allowed to watch TV because I had caught a glimpse of Ben's mom on TV, and my mother turned off all the televisions, and he had to stay with us for the rest of the week because his mom had to identify you know, her and plan the funeral and all of that stuff. So that stuff, you know, like like I said, man, I guess maybe since I have, you know, and this is my buddy's sister, and, you know, I met, I met the woman, I, and she was the dude who killed her. His name is Richard Cooey. He was alive on, on death row longer than Wendy was alive as a free human being on this planet. And once again, maybe that's why I'm one of the few anarchists who actually does support some sort of um, punishment with your life if you do something so egregious. And again, you really have to push me. But raping and murdering yeah. somebody, uh, that's about as top of the list as you can d- go. You know what I mean? That that right. is Well, and that's one of those things, like you said, when it comes to, like, property and theft and shit like that. Like, you know, there can be, 
you know, things like that can can be made up for. You know, you can you can get things back. You can, you know, somehow receive some sort of compensation. But like when when we're talking like the loss of a human life, especially like under under those circumstances, like not just the loss of a life, but like the simultaneous stripping away of innocence and and then the vile murder. Like there's there's no there's no recompense for that. Um, like there's there's no way like there's no compensation in the world that can make up for that kind of crime. Um, and, and like you said, and I feel the same way. Like it's real hard to adhere to to the nap when when it comes to those types of violations. And it's uh, like you said, it's one of those things where it's like maybe it's not like in self-defense of you, but in self-defense of potential future victims from someone like that. Because someone that does something like that will do it again. Yeah, that, given the opportunity. I agree. I agree. And that's like, the like tough that's part, That's the man. type of thing that there is no there is no reform for, especially like that type of heinous crime. Like it wasn't just like a heat of the moment. Like you went to like steal their purse and they tried to defend themselves and you shot them and like, Oh shit. Like maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like, no, like you intentionally took this woman, uh, you raped her, violated her bodily autonomy and then stole her life. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a whole nother level and that's like the type of thing like like a violent murderer like i just don't know if there's like reform for that type yeah uh, i i struggle like, like with i that, said man. it's a different story when it's like a you, you know like it's still like you're you still killed somebody but like there's i think there's a clear differentiation between like i said somebody who's like a thief and, and you know used a gun and then like you know in, in the heat of the moment like you know, shot it off and then like, you know, to, to get what they wanted and they killed that person. Someone like that, like might has a greater chance of, of at least having regret for what they did versus someone who is just a monster, you know, that, that does something like that, that fucking rapes and murders somebody like that's just like, like I said, this is a whole nother level that's completely different. Like that's, uh, like I said, I just don't know if there's recompense for something like that. Like I don't think, you know, someone like that changes. You know, no, whereas, they, I don't think they do either. Like no, no, like there's no like somebody that does that is is an animal. Um, yeah, they're definitely wired differently. Like that Israel mm-hmm. Keys guy. I don't know if you know anything about him. Um, he, they only have him tied to three murders and he got caught with that Samantha Coning, uh, murder because he took her debit card and he like decided to use it in all these different states that he was in. And then he got pulled over by the police and he had an Alaska driver's license. So they figured out, okay, this must be the guy. Cause they thought that originally they just he kidnapped her but he ended up killing her and he told them about another murder well murders that he did in uh, Vermont and it was this couple who had just randomly like went missing and they didn't really know what had happened to them and he had like buried all over the country kill catches 
with like it's like five gallon buckets filled with like uh, guns, money, other things that he would need in order to, you know, commit his murders. And his one rule was you never like do it in your hometown. Yeah. But he ended up kidnapping that Samantha Koenig. And, like, he was in Alaska when he did it, and he was, you know, he had moved to Alaska, and he had lived there for several years. Um, He probably killed other people in Alaska, but since people just go missing in Alaska, it's kind of hard. You know, it's kind of really is the last frontier there. So he probably did kill more than one person there. Um, But he liked to, like, take the bodies to, like, lakes and, like, submerge them into deep, deep lakes so that, you know, They'll never be found. Um, but they think that he killed probably like 11 or 12 people, but they can't really prove it. There's no evidence other than the evidence that he gave them on the crimes that he committed. And I find it really fascinating because he knew that at a young age, he wasn't like everybody else. And he said the moment when he had a cat that was kind of like, bothersome that would get in the trash and do other shit um he went into the woods with the cat on like a rope um and his friends went with him or his cousins or something and he ends up shooting the cat and it's running around you know trying to get away from him he has it tied up on a rope on a tree and you know other people that are with him are like vomiting and in shock and he wasn't in shock by it and he said i knew right then and there that i was different and I, whenever I went into the woods moving forward from that, I went by myself. Interesting. And he was like 14 at the time. Yeah, I don't know if there's, like Chris said, like that's the, the biggest thing that I struggle with in our community is because there's some people, and I can't speak to whether or not they suffered through anything. Uh, I don't know. I can't speak on their behalf. But there are some people that like adhere to, I mean, I, I adhere to the non-aggression principle, but I think if you like to fuck little kids and like to fuck right. and rape murder and no. rape and murder uh, women and hurt them and shit like like I don't or men like if he would like if that would happen to a, to a man like I don't give a fuck what sex it is it doesn't matter that is the most violent disgusting fucking thing you can do right and you you're off the island like yeah. we don't have time for this well Israel Keys would rape men yeah, as there you well go. as women like he didn't he didn't have a preference like there he, you go he cross like my he he would rent he would fly into a city yeah rent a car and drive literally hundreds of miles away commit murders and then drive back you know drop off the rent a car and then go back to you know alaska alaska yeah you know what fucks me up is that there's people out there right now just like that, and there's people out there who are telling me that I shouldn't have 30 rounds in a magazine. Well, he I fucking love that story. He didn't want people <laughs> to know about his crimes. He was like, this true crime stuff, people are obsessed with it. Like, I have a daughter. I don't want, you know, all of this information to get out. And the only information that ever got out was the information yeah. that he copped to. Like, they cannot find any of the shit no, like, the, the cops can't find a dick with two hands. No, no they I have mean, really. no idea. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I hate, like, to, I hate to make light of a situation, but you're absolutely right. No, they, right. They're, they're fucking, they're inept. They're good at writing you tickets and shit and taking your stuff, but when it comes to actually right. solving important things, they can't. No, they're fu- you fuck have all to useless. have a piece of information to go on. Like, where the fuck are you going to look if you don't have one clue? Sure. You, you know, know, I get that, but it's also not a priority. We also have to face that, too, that I don't think, I think for. Yeah, I know that I'm going to get people, oh, well, not all police. Okay, you blow it out your ass. I understand. Okay, thank you. There are, there, <laughs> right. I'm sure there yeah, are. Thanks, thanks for your perspective yeah. now. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I mean, go have intercourse with yourself, please, by yourself, and leave me alone. The point is, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are real detectives out there who give a fuck. You know, I'm sure there are. Are they the majority? Well, gee, I don't know, man. Have you found the missing kids yet? What are you, what are you doing your detective work on? You know, instead, I got into an argument this morning with some fucko on Twitter who doesn't even follow me, and I don't follow him. Like, I, I don't know what happened, but I, I, I saw that you saw like, and I didn't even like. I told Angel I didn't even get on him. Like, I was just like, you ought to consider this. You know, it, uh, yes, it's a slippery slope argument, but if you're going to throw people in a van and disappear them because you're just following the law. You are not far away from some of the worst atrocities that have plagued our species since the beginning. Just following orders is the same as just doing what I'm told is the same as it's the law. Like, it, you, are, you are not far away. So the comparisons for ICE agents to Nazis, I think, is warranted. And the guy got really mad. Then I checked out his profile, and he says that he's part of the Reagan Battalion. I'm like, oh, you're a Republican. Oh, so these guys, you like these guys. These guys are your heroes. I get it now. Mm-hmm. I understand why you're mad. And I didn't, and the thing is, Chris, you saw, I didn't get on him. I was just like, you no, ought to consider this. Like, please consider this. Like, you are, I was trying to make a point, and he was, he just dismissed it. And I'm like, okay, right. well. He's like, goodbye. Yeah. Ooh. I love it. I love it when people like that always have to announce their departure. I know. It's funny. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I said goodbye. I totally owned that guy. <laughs> Pardon me while I go blow six dudes after this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find the nearest police officer and lick his boot while he puts it on my throat. That's right. <laughs> you come in and fuck my wife. That's what they, you know, you right? know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you fucking cuck. <laughs> yeah, I, and it really wasn't worth my time getting upset about it, but I was kind of, I, I was a little surprised that I usually get upset. Like, I automatically be like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Like, you're not even part of our community. I don't even know why you're here. Like, you know, this this is for my friends and I to talk about. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, ass. You know, this is this is this is anarchist Twitter, bitch. Like, I don't know where you come from. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, I was I tried to be polite and was like, you know, please cons- like you ought to consider this. And it was dismissed out of hand without any consideration. And I was like, wow, the one time I decide to say your post, you know, instead of saying your post sucks, fuck you, I actually try to talk to you. And you're like, I'm not even going to bother. Like, that's ridiculous. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, now lesson learned. Next time I run into one of you motherfuckers, I'm going to say your post sucks. Fuck you. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's all I have for you now. Just all I have for you. And just like the fuckers that posted article, Chris, was it from the Independent, where they're like, oh, the uh, lockdown has made people happier. It's like, oh, who yeah. the, fuck the fuck are you talking to, man? God right? damn. God I mean, damn, man. Made people happier, my fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, my fucking freckled ball sack. Get the fuck right? out of here, man. Right? They got ratioed so badly on that. And, like, I wonder mm-hmm. if they know. Like, are they trolling us? Because it's like... Only stupid people would put an article out like that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Oh, I, I can't take it. Like, sometimes that's why that's my favorite meme to use because it's really beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's to the point, and you can hear it in his voice. 
It's beautiful. What, I, I also, what meme? I, I also love the fucking the other one. Um, I actually saved it whenever you posted it. It was that fucking clown, and it was like, get fucked, you stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one, too. That that one cracks me the fuck up. Yeah, and then the guy from Germany who commented on our guns, I told him to go fuck himself, and then he said, eat my shorts, and I'm like, ooh, you got me ooh, this time. Ooh, Bart Simpson, 1992. <laughs> oh, shit. I always do burn. I always do the boo. Like if their post is crappy, instead of saying like your post sucks or go fuck yourself, I just go boo. I, like they get mad. And the, this one guy was like, "I'm not gonna argue with somebody that has a, a cartoon as their avatar." And I'm like, "Clearly you are. Like clearly you right. do. You fuck face." Like, and then he blocked me, and I'm like, "Oh, I got blocked." That's a win. Yeah, that's like, a win. I just yep. kept saying boo to everything he said. I'm like, boo, boo, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I didn't even say you suck. I just said boo. Like, I love it. That's great, man. That's great. But, well, this went in a direction I wasn't anticipating. So um, thank you. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the conversation. Great show today. Great fucking show. This this is another masterpiece, man. We really, mm-hmm. We've interviewed some tremendous guests so far. Like I'm really proud of the show. I'm proud of all of us. I do, we're doing a great job. We ask great questions. We got great answers, great resources. I mean, we, we did our homework. Everything worked out beautifully. This was a great yeah. fucking show, man. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, it was uh, definitely a good show. Um, and like I said, I was sitting there. I was actually, like, while, while he was talking, I was, like, going through reading articles. And, like I said, I read that one about felons. And I'm like, all right, I, I like his take on that, man, because – it's refreshing, it's isn't it? Yeah, well, it's unfortunate because, like, especially a lot of the, especially when you talk to a lot of, like, conservatives, a lot of them are the fucking, you know, Reagan-era fucking, Reagan-Nixon-era fucking law and order type, you know? And it's like, uh, I, like like I said, our system, just like he pointed out, like, our, our justice system is so fucking convoluted that... That's the only reason why it's necessary to have a lawyer and you can't defend yourself is because somebody has to interpret all this fucking twisted legalese, you know? Yeah, it is unfortunate. And, you know, that's why I think that uh, if libertarians are going to make that jump, you know, like they, like clearly and it's OK. He's not an anarchist yet, um, you know, and that's fine. You know what I mean? We do agree on 99% of the stuff. I just don't think we need a government or a state. So let's leave it at that. And neither do you. And, you know, this show is clearly uh, uh, very, uh, we don't need government for fuck all anything. But, you know, if that's, I think that's a good door to open is, uh, you know, what, what crime should be on the books? I mean, if it has nothing to do with property and it has nothing to do with bodily harm, um, then if it's to yourself, like like drugs, for example, I still can't believe we're having the conversation in 2020. And did you see the fucking Democratic platform? Did you see that they refused to endorse legalization of marijuana? These fucking, mm-hmm. these so-called liberal dicks totally balked at it, even though they fucking talk about it all the time. But you know who, you know who I think is doing is that? I think it's that fucking bitch Kamala Harris. I think it's her. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The fucking, the, the pig in chief from California, that fucking wretched scumbag. Right. The the Aunt Thomasina. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She put more kids in cages than Barack Obama did. So yeah, congratulations, right? right. You yeah, stupid and, cunt. Uh, yeah, that's why I thought. It, that's why I thought it was funny. Like earlier on, uh, whenever she was still in the running, 
and like was trying to like re- relate to the black community and people were like wait 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 how, how many black people did you lock up in california <laughs> yeah for real you're for right? real like, like it's like wait wait a minute don't don't act like you're for the black community when you were one of the fucking fucks fucking locking them up yeah it's it's embarrassing i mean it really is embarrassing so um yeah that's it man i think i'm gonna go have dinner i appreciate all of you once again so thanks hey, no man problem. thanks man